This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. Liverpool-born, Liverpool-raised, Liverpool hero. Tonight, it's all about Curtis Jones after his starring role in the Merseyside derby as Everton were downed by his spectacular goal to send Liverpool through to the FA Cup fourth round. I'm Guy Clark and welcome along to Post Game here on the Blood Red channel. This is your home for all the reaction you need as we'll hear from Jurgen Klopp. It was outstanding. I loved it. I loved each second of it, um, of this game. Our regular contributors will have their say. I called them be prouder of the football club I couldn't be proud of the kids I couldn't be proud of Jurgen Klopp we've absolutely humiliated Everton absolutely humiliated Everton and there's much more besides to come as well Jurgen Klopp then making a host of changes for the derby with the youngsters Nat Phillips Nico Williams Pedro Chiravea and Harvey Elliott all in the starting lineup, along with debutant Takumi Minamino, as well as, of course, the aforementioned Curtis Jones. Well, Klopp's post-match press conference and fan reaction to come here on post-game, but first to Anfield and the Echo's Liverpool correspondent, Paul Gorst. Liverpool through to the fourth round of the FA Cup after a 1-0 win here against Everton this afternoon. Uh, Curtis Jones won the goal, was the goal that settled it. His first in a senior Liverpool shirt on a day when Jürgen Klopp made nine changes to his team and still managed to keep that 21-year unbeaten record at Anfield alive against the Blues. Um, as mentioned, Klopp made nine changes. They included Adran and goal with Nico Williams starting at right-back. Uh, Nat Phillips, he was recalled from his loan last month um, from uh, Stuttgart in the Bundesliga 2. Um, and he didn't put a foot wrong all game alongside Joe Gomez with uh, James Bundler at left-back. Uh, unfortunately, the Liverpool captain only lasted around about 10 minutes. He was brought off with what we suspect might be a hamstring injury. Uh, the injury list just seems to be mounting up for Jürgen Klopp at the wrong time. Um, it'll be that hectic period over Christmas and New Year that uh, has probably contributed towards that injury. Uh, something Jürgen Klopp has always um, been vocal about. Um, the, the amount of games that they play around this time of year looks like the, uh, the veteran has succumbed to an injury. Uh, Yasser Larucci come on in his place and uh, the, the youngster didn't put a foot wrong. He was another one like so many of, of Jürgen Klopp's team. He had an excellent game down that left, um, but uh, Liverpool had Adrian to thank for a string of saves in the first half. Uh, Liverpool were probably the better side in the first half, but Everton had three big chances. Uh, Mason Holgate, Richarlison and Dominic Carvert-Lewin, all thwarted by uh, goalkeeper Adrian, who, who played well in the absence of Alison Becker. Uh, and it was left to uh, Curtis Jones, as we say, in the second half. Uh, down the Anfield Road, ended around 25 yards out. Curled one into the top corner. Jordan Pickford given absolutely no chance for the young scouts to write his name into Anfield folklore and Merseyside derby folklore. It's now 23 games unbeaten in the Merseyside derby at Anfield for Liverpool. Everton's winless run goes on. Um, Liverpool heading to the, the draw for the fourth round, where once again it will be expected to see um, a second string lineup like the one this evening. But Liverpool will feel no one after this one. Uh, another derby win for Liverpool, uh, the second in just four weeks. Um, it's now 19 unbeaten uh, since the start of 2010. Liverpool's uh, great record in the derby goes on. Paul Gorse with his take on the derby win over Everton as he says the Reds booking their place in the fourth round of the FA Cup as a result. Well, let's now though hear what Jurgen Klopp made of the win. He's been speaking with the media. Jurgen, nine changes, not the most experienced line that you've ever fielded. Uh, what can you say about performance and of course, Kurtz has goal? Let's start with the negative thing. So, two players started the last game, one of them got injured. So, that's the situation we are in. That's why a lot of managers make a lot of changes. It's nothing to do with the cup, it's the timing of um, 
It's the timing. So that's why we did it. Um, all the rest of that night was absolutely perfect, I have to say. I saw a sensationally good performance of a not very experienced team with a lot of players in for it was for them the first time playing on this kind of stage in front of this crowd against the opponent uh, um, itself so it was outstanding I loved it I loved each second of it um, of this game it was a bit too wild in the first half that's completely normal if you try to to res show respect to all principles that it can happen that you that you that it gets a bit wild um, but football wise in a lot of moments brilliant defensive wise with um, organization wise the press the counter press absolutely incredible and then um, yeah that is the game and that we scored this goal and that they had three big chances we know that um, Adrian class absolutely class and then we scored that goal but we controlled it in a lot of moments even the even the chances they had was not we were not outplayed we lost the ball or something we played a bad pass that can happen it's not cool but can happen that's why the formation was that wide so I liked it I just liked it each individual performance was outstanding any indications to how serious the injury is for Jake he has pain that says it's serious it's muscle. Simon, sorry, go on. Your first chance, obviously, to see Takumi in a Liverpool shirt. How was he for you? Super. Outstanding. Exactly the player we wanted, exactly the player we, we wished for. In a game, in a, your first game in a team, you don't know if it's the, the settled team. It's already difficult. This game, this team, we, we, we threw more or less on a pitch with two sessions together and then showing this kind of game understanding, um, football skills are exceptional, um, attitude is outstanding, leaded the chasing pack so often in, in, in different situations. I loved, he didn't look tired, we just, we just wanted, because we don't know him that long, we just wanted to save him a little bit to get him off, was... Uh, a nice add-on to have Oxley back because he looked pretty lively when he came on. Trains only one day, two days now, and that's why we didn't start. Um, yeah, we were super. Any more? Yes. All right. Hi, Jürgen. Perhaps you can just tell us a little bit more about Curtis Jones for those of us who are coming to him for the first time. Sensational goal. Absolutely, I love it. And anyone must say one thing because everybody asks about Kurt Jones. But we are, live in a world there are so many person, extremely good performances tonight. And we, I think we should. The goal was exceptional. The boy is an outstanding player. But I don't. I cannot understand why nobody asks me so far about Pedro Chirivella, about Nico Williams, about Yasser Larousi, because is this is this, is this the sign we want to give to the, the boys that you have to score otherwise we ignore you? So let me speak about Curtis. Unbelievable player, Scouser, very confident. Um, can't wait to play in the first team. Good, rightly so. Is in a very good way. Know him since three and a half years. Um, made big steps. Will be Liverpool player if nothing strange happens. One hundred percent. 
great. That he scores that goal, I'm not surprised. That he scores this kind of goal, I'm not surprised. He is for these situations and still a lot to learn and a lot to improve. But sometimes we forget it as well in training. He's 18. Unbelievable. In Germany, because of a different system, he would still play one year 100% in the youth team and nowhere else. So here he is around the first team. And I like, the, I like that the boys... I said, used all our patterns tonight to cause to cause Everton problems. Uh, it was brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Yes, uh, Chris. What did I? I think it was immediately after the last game. You mentioned three names in a row. You mean the crowd? Ah, yeah. They go. They seem to go with you again today. No one seems. 100% it was was exceptional atmosphere tonight but if this game we wouldn't have a good atmosphere I would have had something to say about to be honest but that was exceptional tonight of course great we said it we never get used to that we never take it for granted absolutely sensational I would love to 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 see a few people and ask them what did you think ex exactly when you saw the lineup and all these bad things about me and about um, the FA Cup and no respect and stuff like this and then after the game I enjoyed each second it was a bit like the Arsenal game. I enjoyed it so much. We didn't concede, it. thank God, not so many goals, but um, a couple of things were similar. Um, it's a very important message. If you are Liverpool, want to be a Liverpool player, you have to respect the principles of this club. Uh, we cannot play always the best football in the world, but we can fight like nobody else if we want. And as long as we use our principle, we will be a difficult opponent to play against. Pretty much the same is for our crowd. If you want to be a Liverpool supporter, you don't have to perform always on the highest level, but you have to fight with all you have. That means you have to shout as loud as you can. And that's what we did now three times. Really happy about that. Um, but that's exactly what we have to do if you want to have something at the end of the season. Okay, final one, unless I say up. Yeah, you've not been asked about Pedro Trude and Phil Williams or these sort of players. How important was the Aston Villa game for them to be able to then produce today? They didn't play. They were with us in Qatar. Who? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Look, the, the Aston Villa game in the moment when we had all the injuries, we had to take these boys with us. Otherwise, they would have played there. Nico was with us. Harvey played. Uh, Nico and Curtis were with us. They would have played. Pedro played. Was probably in the first half against Aston Villa, best player on the pitch. We watched it in in Qatar on the television. We were completely over the moon. Uh, what we saw there, yes, was very important. It's important that we can give these opportunities. It's very important. We tell the boys constantly. I believe in training. I tell the boys constantly. It's important that not all of them go in the, with the first impulse on loan, because there's something to learn here as well. And I think now tonight we saw we saw really what um, these boys come closer and closer and closer to be ready for us and I'm really happy about that it's so so important that they learn how we play it's important that they get games and stuff like this but it's important that they know as well how we play and I saw that tonight and that made me really proud and I told the boys they have to be proud on that performance tonight it was exceptional Thanks guys thank you thank you Jurgen Klopp letting the press know he's made up with that win over Everton. How could he not be? Well, time now to dip into our Blood Red podcast Facebook group and see what you guys have been saying in there. Sarah Downey Ruiz Velasco says, What a result and what a goal. The kids are all right. 
You'll never walk alone. Jesse Farmer says, wow, quite simply, what a goal, what a win, what a moment. Another demonstration that our whole squad is brimming with confidence, resilience and self-belief. Jones, Adrian, LaRucci were fantastic. To name a few, just an absolute joy to watch. Yet again, I tip my hat to Klopp. Another crazy brave team selection and such a sweet victory against the odds. Well, Bob O'Hanlon says, what a result that is. Positives right across the pitch. Arigi and Lalana leading by example. Gomez simply majestic. Chiravea dictating the game in midfield. Elliot, Williams and Jones. What a goal. Giving real hope for the future. Phillips outmuscled Richarlison all game. LaRucci settled in well as the game progressed. And a very impressive debut for Minamino. And when they did threaten... Adrian was excellent, only dampener on the night, the injury to Milner, happy days. Andrea Johnson, this club just don't know how to lose, winning really is a habit, the young lads were so impressive, let's hope Millie's injury's not too bad, what a time to be a red, you'll never walk alone. Well more of that to come in a bit, as well as our regular contributors and kicking us off tonight on that front is Matt Whitty. Wow, uh, before the game... Honestly, I was not very happy about Klopp's team selection. I understand the the need to rotate players and rest players, but it was, you know, it's just so important that the the derby record we've got, particularly at Anfield, and just the feeling you get when you just lose a derby, it is that bad. I just did not want to lose that, and I was a bit annoyed about the team selection as I was for the last derby at Anfield where uh, where uh, Klopp pro- proved me wrong and he proved me wrong again um, and it felt a bit like um, the given that it's the end of the Christmas period the festive period and I'm back to work tomorrow I've had a two weeks off which has been great and it felt a bit like the turkey and sausage sandwich you have on Christmas day and you're thinking is it too much and it definitely wasn't it was brilliant and you did not regret it one bit it was just superb i thought first half was uh, was fairly even um uh obviously yeah three really good saves from allison uh from dangerous crosses which seemed to be completely back in fashion um due to trent alexander arnold and robertson uh, but yeah i thought uh, yeah they had uh, obviously uh, everton had the better of the chances i thought in the first half we had a chance uh, through Minamino in the first half from across and um, also through um, uh, Origi, uh, nice, uh, nice, uh, nice pass inside and a great save by um, Pickford, but it probably would have been ruled out for offside with VAR. So first half was even a little bit tense, obviously attacking the cop in the first half. And then second half, I just thought, I just thought we were brilliant. Um, and I thought... Everton didn't create anything in the second half. Um, it was a really odd performance and not the way you'd expect from an experienced team, you know, the, the first team playing against our, our reserves. And yeah, just not what, not what you'd expect at all. And I thought of the performances, there were some really good performances from our, our team. I thought Adrian obviously made some three brilliant saves in the first half, completely critical to the performance. I thought Nico Williams was brilliant at right back um, throughout the game. I just thought he was really good uh, defensively and uh, and going forward as well. His passing was really good. His crosses were were excellent, and you can see how you know the the first team style of play just 
translates so well to the players that are coming in into the first team. Um, I thought that was brilliant. Um, I thought um, um, also um, a bit disappointed that Milner went off injured. Um, hopefully it's not too serious, but if he goes down, you know he's injured. Um, so hopefully he's he's not too seriously injured, but it didn't look too good when he was shaking his head immediately. After a brilliant uh, interception, by the way, in, uh, in in our own box at the Annie Road end. And I thought uh, LaRucci, um, who I've only really seen um, in pre-season friendlies and looked good going forward, I thought he was just brilliant defensively tonight. He cut out so many things. I thought his reading of the game was really good. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was really happy with him. And then um, Curtis Jones. Wow. I mean, what a way to introduce yourself to the first team. I mean, he he will. I mean, we will never forget that, and he definitely will never forget that finish. I mean, it was just ridiculous. There's certain things that happen in a game. If if you've ever played the played the game, even at like a a local local level, that real make you realise that you're never going to be a professional footballer. And for me tonight, that was one of those things that you know only a really really quality player could do. And yeah, that 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 that. That finish was officially top corner and ridiculous. I don't even know how he got it in from there. I'm just so happy for him, um, and he, he he'll never forget that. You know, he's won a derby, a local lad, and yeah, absolutely brilliant. And yeah, and I thought um, uh, Phillips did very well at centre back, um, but I thought overall, I thought. Um, that uh, Pedro Chiravella was just superb. I mean, all of the positions that I've spoken about are are difficult positions to play. You know, centre back is very difficult, but for a young player to come in, it's it's better if you're in like a full back area or a winger area. You know, it's not quite as bad if you make a mistake. But I just thought Chiravella was outstanding. I mean, the first half he cut out so many chances. Um, I know Everton created a few chances in the first half, but it would have been way worse had he not had the game he had. I just thought his passing was brilliant. I thought his positioning, his reading of the game was brilliant. And, uh, yeah, I was just so pleased for uh, for him as well. And, yeah, another game. We preserved the record. Um, we're through to the next round of the FA Cup, which I'm really pleased about. I just don't buy into this sack off the FA Cup. It's an important trophy. I want to win it. Um, I want to go for every trophy we can get. Um, I understand the need to rotate, but yeah, I just just want to win the FA Cup and every tournament we're in. And yeah, we're still in it. Happy days. Matt Whitty with his thoughts here on Post Game. More of that to come after this. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Well, let's get back into the Blood Red Podcast Facebook group then. Pure Derby delirium in there after that Curtis Jones winner. If you're not a member and you are on Facebook, just search for it, Blood Red Podcast Group, and get yourself added in. If you're not in there already, as I say, you are missing out. Matthew Jones says, Wow, whatever happened during the rest of the season, that'll stand out as one of the performances and results of the season, taking everything into consideration. Well done to the academy coaches helping to bring the players. Well done to Klopp for being brave enough to play them in a derby. And well done to the players for stepping up. Hoping for an easier game in the fourth round, though, as it's sandwiched between away games at Wolves and West Ham. Something that I'm sure Jurgen Klopp will already be thinking about. Mark McCrum says this could possibly be my 
favourite derby win. So excited to watch the next generation of players breaking through and doing the club proud. Harsh on Everton as Adrian had to be in top form in the first half, but from half-time onwards, Liverpool turned the screw. So many amazing performances. Lalana was exceptional. I could go on forever, but we all watched it and there won't be a disappointed red out there. I think you're certainly right on that front, Mark. Time to hear from some more buoyant Reds now as Ross gives his take after Simon Donnelly. What a job Jürgen Klopp is doing. He seems to be um, spreading his his philosophy throughout the whole team. Today, we played Everton at Anfield in the FA Cup third round and we beat them 1-0 with a team of pretty much youngsters, pretty much babies all the way through. Apart from Milner, who took the knock quite early and Lallana... Who captained after? Who became captain after that? But other than that, maybe Joe Gomez in the in the centre half position. But other than that, a team of babies, and yet the philosophy of the first team, the high high work, high tempo work rate, the high press, the confidence on and off the ball shone through. I thought uh, a poor Everton side were put to bed by a goal that was worthy of, you know, a top quality stalwart died in the wall ten year in. Premier League player, what a goal by Curtis Jones, 18 years of age, boy from Toxteth to score a goal like that and win man, to win the game against Everton and Anfield in front of the cop and to win man of the match. Dream come true. And his interview afterwards, he just seemed so mature and so assured and almost in a good way, if you see what I mean, a little bit cocky, a little bit overconfident in that he's getting a bit frustrated with the lack of 13 opportunities. But... I just feel as though our manager is is has taken us to a completely different level in the last few years, and as I say, that is now obviously permeating through to the to the young lads who are coming through and who are playing for the for the under twenty threes. Is it? I lose track what I used to call the reserves. So congratulations, Liverpool today. It was a game that we were all sort of maybe a little less, a little bit less concerned about. Bear in mind that. Bear in mind where our uh, priorities lie this year. But for that team of youngsters to go out there and perform like they did, especially in that second half, and beat Everton, beat an Everton team that was basically a full side, it was quite remarkable. So congratulations to the boys. Congratulations to the manager. Thank you for building such a, an amazing team. Come on, you Reds. Strauss from Witness with his thoughts on the Liverpool v Everton game. Magnificent, magnificent 1-0 victory in the Merseyside derby. Absolutely overjoyed. The lads, the young kids in such a big game. They've all stepped up to the plate. I'm absolute, I couldn't be prouder of the football club. I couldn't be prouder of the kids. I couldn't be prouder of Jürgen Klopp. We've absolutely humiliated Everton. Absolutely humiliated Everton with a team that, you know, has got absolutely no right to be competing with someone in the Premier League. But Liverpool Football Club, yet again, delivered the goods. What a wonderful night to be in Anfield. It was absolutely joyous. Like I say, the players, where do I start? Front to back, I thought they were brilliant. Adrian's obviously come in. A couple of good saves in that first half. I'd have to see them. I'm sure they're offside. I'd have to see them again, but he still had to make the saves and they were good saves. Defensively, obviously, Gomez was our experienced player, but next to him, Nath Phillips, you know, come back from loan from some side in Germany, I'm not sure where. 
he was absolutely exceptional tonight. Absolutely exceptional. Lost Milner early, obviously, and the young lad Levucci came on. Bit of a madman, you know, a little out of position a few times. Better size might have capitalised on him, but you can't knock the lad's effort. His debut, he was absolutely everywhere. Brilliant to see from that, and obviously going into midfield. Curtis Jones, what a player. He was absolutely brilliant. His touch on the ball, he was so composed and absolutely delighted for him to score the winner. Absolutely wonderful finish. Killed it in the top corner. Little arms, absolutely no chance. And it was nothing more than we deserved. Liverpool, especially in that second half, were brilliant. Everton, absolutely clueless. One of the worst Everton performances I've ever seen. I've seen some bad ones. They need to go back to the drawing board. They were a disgrace. I thought, Jerry Mina at the back. You know, how's he a Premier League footballer? Anytime he's got the ball, we were pressing him and he was making mistakes. And the keep was awful. And But yeah, Everton, absolute embarrassment. Couldn't give a monkeys about them. Liverpool, again, Harvey Elliott, the young kid. Brilliant. You can see he's got something really special. And yeah, just, I'm sure I've missed a few off. Peter Chirivella, the, midf- the midfielder. I was worried about him. He was brilliant. You know, I'm sure I've missed some off, but all of them, 1 to 11, the players that came off the bench, absolutely magnificent performance. And it's just showed the confidence in this club from the first team going down to the under-23s and whatnot. It's brilliant to see Klopp's got this club, you know, in the palm of his hand. This is what it's wonderful scenes. And to do what we've done today, you know, I can't wax lyrically enough about it. One of the most enjoyable victories of the season. And we go on to the next game. Some of the players have had a good rest now, but obviously some of these kids have made this case for themselves. They should be on the bench. And, you know, Curtis Jones, like, get brilliant. Harvey Elliott, these, these, these lads are going to be on the bench now looking for games, so it's all positive, all positive. We go on to Tottenham next week, absolutely no fear now. We're on the march, we're going to win the lot. Come on, Liverpool! Ross and Simon with their take on a memorable derby win indeed. Still more thoughts in the Blood Red podcast Facebook group though, as Wolf von Haven says, wow, I have to say there haven't been too many more prouder days to be a Liverpool fan than this. It just doesn't get any better right now. They were all fantastic, and I have to give Origi big props for his part too. You'll never walk alone, yes. Keith Holden, if there's ever a game and a result that shows the gulf between the Reds and the Toffees, it was today's game. A number of changes were made, and the majority of the young'uns coming in to give their more senior counterparts a break. Even with the changes and a very inexperienced 11, we thoroughly deserved the win. It was also great to see a young Scouser score a worldie to settle the the game. This team's unstoppable, whatever 11 we play. And the last words on tonight's podcast come from Owen, but not before Sam Planch. Liverpool have got um, a lot of Premier League games and uh, Champions League's coming up. Obviously, now we've got a couple of months break from that. And they're the two main priorities. But then after that, you'll say the third sort of one is the FA Cup. But what you've got to realise is Liverpool have played over in Qatar, they played where club cups, they've had all kinds and they've looked good, but um I think the Wolves game they looked a bit fatigued and then they seem to have a bit of rest and they play well against Sheffield United. But 
at some point these games were going to sell its all on them, take the toll on them, sorry, and, you know, there has to be uh, rotation, and I think Klopp uh, alluded to in a couple of his press conferences that he would have made more changes earlier, but he couldn't, because we've only got 12 fit senior uh, players in the squad, and that's a factor. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm Man City say, you know, they got the poor out, and he's a, he's a really good player, and, you know, but the absolute multi-millions they've spent um, and we've had like we've had like Alisson and Fabinho all kinds of people out and Salah and you name it and now we've got a lot of the players who would have come in today so a lot of your players um, who would have started today your Chamberlain's only just coming back um, earlier than I thought you know your Shaqiris Fabinho's injured as well you've got your Keaters all these would have played and uh, they couldn't play today and there's more as well, and they were out. And the likes of Robinson looks a bit um, fatigued to me. Trent probably needs a rest. Van Dijk needs a rest. Gomez has been an absolute colossus, by the way. Um, and I thought he was brilliant today. And so, you know, I knew that changes were going to be made. You know, we've got to prioritise this league. And no one wants to lose any game, by the way. So let, let, let's get this straight. I mean, I've had a few conversations with Evertonians, and I've said, listen... It all depends the context you're talking in. If you know, if um it means that we're gonna get some injuries today by playing our full team and it could cost us in the league, then I don't wanna do it. Um but you know, I still don't wanna lose any games. I'm not saying I wanna lose games because that's not the case, but you've got to prioritise you know, and, and and that's what Klopp's done and I think when you take the emotion out of it, that's how you achieve results. And basically today the team surprised me how many he made, but I knew that there was four youngsters on the bench for Liverpool against Sheffield United at home, and I thought, well, they'll start. But I, I, I didn't see as many as there was, and to lose Milner as well, who was probably, with Lalana the only experience on the whole pitch, really, um, I thought was really good. But just to say about these this Liverpool side and this Liverpool team and the whole club, I mean... You know, they played the same way. And what, what what I love about these kids is, and by the way, it wasn't even a second string. It was border on a third string bar, like Lalana and Origi, um, a second string. The rest were third. I mean, you know, all your Keaters and your Chamberlains, even though we come on and loads of players were out, you know, and your Lovrens and your Matipes and your Shikiris. So it was virtually a third string, but... Forget about that. Basically, what, what Klopp's building in this club now is a mindset, and he's also building a pattern. So he's building a pattern to play with, whether it's in the first team, the, the under-23 reserves, or the academy, we're playing the same way. We're playing the same sort of structure, though it might be tweaked on, on, on against the opposition who we're playing, to it, but the same kind of mentality, the same pressing game, the same keeping the ball the same sort of um, never-say-die mentality. And these kids today, I mean, a lot of them are a lot younger than anyone at uh, any of the Everton side. And they just never give up, never give in. And I thought there was a number of brilliant performances. I mean, um, I thought that lad at the back, Phillips, struggled at the start and then grew in the game. Um, Williams was brilliant at right back. I thought he was probably the pick of the bunch. Um, I thought he was brilliant against Arsenal uh, in the Carabao. At Anfield there in the 5-5 I thought he was brilliant Good delivery low, You know Good everything really I 
I don't know how much pace he's got, but he's got everything else. Um, Gomez was an absolute colossus. Did you know Harvey Elliott? I mean, sixteen years of age, great touch on him, football ability. He played a slide rule pass in the first half to Rigi where uh, Rigi where um, Pickford made a crack and save. You know, he's got ability, and he wasn't even born the last time ever won at Anfield. And you know the context of all this. I mean, I was just expecting that we were going to lose the game, and I, I didn't like that fact. But to go and do it, but. What impressed me, if Everton had a couple of chances first half, there's no doubting about that without even playing well, but they hit them straight at Adrian, really. I mean, there was I think there was three, two or three, and I remember, where they, they could have scored easy and they hit them straight at Adrian. And, 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 but Liverpool had some, you know, they had Arigi, they had uh, Milamino, Zeda, where he should have connected really, and if he would have, it probably would have been a goal. And, um, you know, but Liverpool had a lot of ball in second half, you know, Everton never had the ball, Liverpool dominated, the kids dominated. And what it's all about this is, I think the next round, Klopp should give the kids the chance again. And we might go out there and you know what though, these kids' developments, if you get one or two kids coming through out of this, because I personally think Nacho Williams could back Trent up here now, at right back, and I've only seen him play twice. But he's got half a chance and until they get a go in these competitions, you're not going to know. and you, you, Not all of them are going to make it, but you might get the odd one or two by doing it. And, you know, you can play in these under-23 games all day long and all year long, and they're all right. Like, they're only they're like fitness sessions, you know. They're, they're no quality there. Until you start playing in, at Anfield in these competitions against proper opposition, you're not going to tell whether these players can do it or not. Curtis Jones, two feet. Harvey Ellett, two, two feet. Loads of ability. You know, Nacho Williams, Necho Williams, I, I think he's brilliant again. You know, LaRussi come on and done well. Um, Brewster puts himself about though I think he, he's probably took a step back in his development with all his injuries but Arigi you know you know what you're going to get from him I think his attitude's superb now so the whole the, the, the message to take is the mindset the club's built in this club and it's going from top to bottom it's phenomenal I remember Roy Hodgson four or five years ago you know saying that you know we're not above relegation and we're getting beat by Wolves at home and it's the fans voting absolute fraud so you know, and, and the team we had then, and the club we had then, Klopp has absolutely turned this around into what a, what a, you know, what an absolute, what a club this is. You know, we're not only world champions, European champions, but what I love about it is it's breathing right through it. So there must be a real good mentality, feel good factor, and proper leaderships going on at this club. And it's great to see for years to come. There's a platform that's in there, and it's phenomenal. And Everton must have thought there, you know, they got the chance to win an Anfield and part of me feels sorry for them. You know, I'm obviously made up that we've won it, but part of me feels sorry for them. And, you know, um, the way the way the clubs are now, the, that Liverpool fans weren't, it wasn't their top priority. And I, I, and I don't want to say that, don't, of course we want to win the FA Cup, but it's not our top priority and it was obviously theirs, so... Listen, they, you know, I think Angelotti's a great appointment for them and they'll, they'll move on from here and I think the buys he makes will be better than the buys that the other managers have made, but, you know, that that's Everton. I'm only interested in Liverpool and uh, I, I'm, I'm made up there. It was, it was really refreshing. I really enjoyed the game. Um, I enjoyed seeing and the playing of Liverpool away, all consistent, right through the academy. Two feet, good touch, dominated the ball. It, it was brilliant and... Um, you know, okay, you might go out the next round, but I'll tell you now, these players who play tonight will get more from this game tonight than they will play in two years in the academy. I'll tell you that now. 
brilliant. Well done, Klopp. He's an absolute magician. He's a leader of all men. Absolute phenomenal. Brilliant. Well done. Hi, this is Owen from Carpon Podcast. Oh, poor Everton. Poor, poor Everton. Liverpool have now recorded their fourth successive win over the toothless Toffees for the first time since 1937. Thanks to the fantastic This Is Anfield website for that stat, and this indeed was Anfield, where those hapless blues haven't won since September 1999. What a shambles from their point of view. From our red point of view, however, our youngsters were truly marvellous, full of vim, full of heart, full of the spirit of endeavour. If I had a cap, I would doff it. After a difficult first half in which the Evs squandered at least three glorious opportunities, Klopp's tactical tweaks at half-time worked wonders, didn't they? Our zestful whippersnappers had complete control in that second half, and they made Everton look like a group of old-age pensioners trying to use Snapchat after a tiring night at the bingo. Everton were exhausted, frustrated, they had no idea what they were doing, and they just wanted to get home. This is Owen from Cop On Podcast saying, Carlo Tragico, Carlo Doloroso, Jürgen Wunderbar. On we go. Owen there, our last contributor to have his say on another Derby win for the Reds. Well, the Blood Red podcast will, of course, be with you on Monday for further analysis and reaction. In the meantime, check out our content over on the YouTube channel and, of course, keep across the Liverpool Echo as well. Thanks, as always, for your time and company here on Post Game. Until next time, it's bye for now. You've been listening to the Post Game podcast on the Blood Red channel.